You are listening to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Network. Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne is a daily broadcast that looks at issues facing the black community. Join us to get a biblical perspective, detox from misinformation, and ground yourself in truth. Black America, I believe that you can have it all. Financial success, community stability, an enjoyable life, and more than enough money in the bank if you know biblical success principles and tactics based on truth. Welcome to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Podcast Network. My name is Apostle Dwayne Hughes. You may not realize this, but God is at war with all lies and every liar. On this show, I share truth from the Word of God that exposes the lies and stereotypes that oppress black Americans and manipulate Christians while revealing wisdom to liberate you into the wonderful purposes he has for you and for your life. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you've done, or even where you're at right now. God wants to partner with you and help you in your situation. So why not open your mind and consider what I have to say in the next 30 minutes? You may hear something that could revolutionize the entire course of your life. You've got nothing to lose. So let's begin. I'm sorry. Welcome to uh, Just Truth with uh, Apostle Dwayne uh, on the Just Truth uh, Podcast Network. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about um, our schools preparing black children for prison. And, you know, the reason I make these broadcasts is not for me, it's for us, you know, so those of you who are watching these messages, please tell other people about the information that I'm giving you because this is the kind of thing that can help change or save your life or, or help you advance. And and so it's very important. This is not just, you know, uh, like, for instance, on Facebook, I get a lot of people commenting, nice picture. <clears throat> Why tell me about the pictures if you're not watching the messages? These messages, people need to understand that I'm giving you information here that is uh, important you know, it's from God. I'm giving you information from God that he wants you to know uh, so that you can be productive in your life. And so this, this information that I'm sharing to you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm answering the call. God has sent me to help us help black people uh, and share wisdom from the scripture, as well as relevant information to what's going on in society right now. And I'm giving you warnings There's warnings that he's giving us on how we should see the things that that are happening in the news so you're not confused not just that but so that you can know what to do ahead of time so that you can prepare and be and and be in um the the right position to to manage the circumstances that you're dealing with because the 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 situations a lot of the situations that we're dealing with are not by happenstance and the devil is active in this world he's got people who who are who are diametrically opposed to you having any kind of decency and good stuff in your life and it's and it's and it and history has done nothing more than prove to you what people are capable of to do in the present and in the future and so you need information you need reliable information you don't need to be spoon-fed things that they give the masses but then 
you know, give separate things to other people. You need to know everything so that you can make wise decisions. Uh, one of the things that I have been increasingly uh, uh, at turmoil with in my spirit is the fact that, you know, just so many of us are asleep as black people in this country. You know, I, I see everyone's dancing, everyone's singing, everyone's doing all kinds of things. And, 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 and there's just a lot more going on right now that you need to be cognizant of. You know, when we see uh, a man, um, uh, a young white man, mass, another white mass murderer shoot up, you know, all these people kill seven people. And then he's taken into custody, arrested, allowed to be arrested. But then you have a black man who um, they suspect might have fired a shot or might have been armed or something like that, who was running and fleeing the police. They shot him. He had over 60 bullets in him. You know, this is this is uh, this is the kind of thing that's happening but at the same time, you got a lot of people who just think that they have the ability to just be asleep, you know, and 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 think that it's someone else. This is someone else's life or, or whatever. And and you're mistaken. You know, this these things affect you directly. So now today's message, uh, I'm coming down to, you know, this is uh, I'm talking. Well, yesterday I spoke about the 13th, 14th, 15th amendments to the U.S. Constitution. And and I also revealed some things that God had given me uh, in dreams the night before or the, the, the morning before that I woke up to do that message that I hadn't even been counting on. And the Lord is waking me up, showing me, hey, man, this stuff is 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 real. This stuff is, is still happening. These types of things are that have not changed for a lot of people. And this is these are things that in mass that we may be affected by. And so I'm giving you these messages. And, 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 and so going from that to today's message, uh, we're talking about schools. Now, one of the things I forgot to mention yesterday in the message about the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendments, which if you didn't see that message, please go back to that message and look at it. One of the things that I didn't mention in that message was that the 14th Amendment establishes the principle of equal protection under the law. And what that means is, uh, so your the 14th Amendment establishes dual citizenship. You're a citizen in the in the federal government and a citizen in the state government. That's why you might have some states have state tax where some states don't. But you have your federal income tax and you might have a state income tax. You know, there's there's two different jurisdictions over your life. The federal government's high crime, high crimes, trees and stuff like that. The the local government or the state government is, you know, everything else that, that your regular things that you deal with in your life. Now, I'm not going to go back and redo that message or retell you that to take time from today's message please go back and watch that if you haven't seen it but in today's message uh the uh, one of the things with the equal protection under the law that means that you get the same treatment you get the same uh favor like for instance the crime shouldn't be prosecuted one way for you and another way for someone else the rich or or by race, there shouldn't be any variance in how everyone's treated. We know that that's not the case. Okay. Uh, there's also, it also means equal protection under the law means that your streets get clean the same as someone else, that your roads get repaired the same as someone else, because your taxes are paying both people, both groups are paying taxes. And the tax base is what hires the, the governors in the government, pays the police 
and all the administrators and administrations and all that stuff comes from the tax base. And so one of the things that's really askew under this equal protection under the law is that the rich, which I'm telling you to become rich, I'm telling you to go into business, is that the rich actually pay less tax than the poor. The poor may pay less tax in total, but if I pay, you know, $2,000 on, on uh, earning $10,000 worth of income and someone pays, you know, $1,500 off of millions of dollars worth of investment money, who paid more tax? I may have paid more tax in total, but for the money I made, I paid, I paid way more. And see, and so equal protection under the law uh, you know, you have to understand that the, the the rich and the wealthy and the favored and a lot of these things in the government, they actually benefit more from the taxes that you pay than you do. And so we have to understand that that there's inequities in these different systems. And 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 if you don't know how to operate, you're not going to know how to operate. You're not going to. These are not the, the things that I'm talking to you about is chess and what they teach in school is checkers. And God wants you to be be master chess players, okay? So now, how does this affect the um, the school to prison pipeline? So now, what I've done, and I, and I'm, you know, again, I, I've been on YouTube for a long time, but I never really studied it. I, I have to be honest with you, I've I've been busy, and that's not an excuse. It's just I've been doing other things, and so right now I'm in the process of changing some things. And I'm in a continual process of change in advance. And, and, and so what you'll see below this message today is uh, some links. I put, I, I'm going to start applying to all my videos, links for, um, you know, that support the message. Also, you know, you'll see that there'll be links on there to my website, to, to different things that I have as well and 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 whatnot so below the message i put several links to articles on the school to prison pipeline because if you haven't heard of it and if you don't know what it is um you're not going to be in the right position when you're sending your kids to school okay and and you'll be confounded as to why things happen to your kids when they go to school and and it's not just a school to prison pipeline but i've also included scripture there because uh, there's some things that you need to know that are are in effect, and 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 it's part of how our how our our kids are disproportionately ending up in the system. And so and so there's links below for everything I'm getting ready to talk about. So the first thing I want to talk about is I'm going to just remind you of some history. Now this wasn't my generation. Prior to my generation, uh, and I went to I started school in the 70s. Prior to my generation, they had the Ten Commandments in schools. And the one thing about the Ten Commandments is the Ten Commandments, when you read the Ten Commandments, it makes you aware that there is a God. Because the scripture is written on every person's heart, and there's no more succinct bullion cube of scripture than the Ten Commandments. Because the Ten Commandments lets you know all the things about right and wrong between people and, and, and the things between you and God. And so that establishes something. And if everybody reads that, then only the really, the really rebellious will rebel against that. And so that helps form a foundation. Once they took the 10 commandments out of schools, they opened the schools up for all kinds of paganism to come in. 
and all kinds of disorder because what the Ten Commandments did was it it underpinned authority, it 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 underpinned right and wrong, and it was like a mutual societal agreement from starting from children because you can't really bend an oak tree. You can bend a sapling, but you can't bend an oak. And so it, it was a mutual agreement to start the children up all moving in a in a similar direction so that they can be united and 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 form a, a basis of a, a united society but when you take something like that out of schools then you open them up to all kinds of other things and so and 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 afterwards they also removed so you, so really open the schools up to all kinds of godly ungodliness you got harry potter all kind of witchcraft and anything anything other than christianity can be brought into schools now and 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 not face the aclu but if it's anything that's talking about godly values from from the scripture then they're going to be against that and so but but the other stuff can come in even though you see kids the the results are, are bad all right so you got that they took the ten commandments out and they removed paddling they removed paddling from schools now when i was a kid uh, you know, if you did a certain thing or, or whatever, you acted up enough, you're going to get sent to the principal's office and you get a paddling. Now, what a lot of parents and people don't understand, people who who, um, who are proponents of timeout and stuff like that, kids don't understand timeout. Timeout is not actually a deterrent to a child from doing anything. Pain is, though. And I'm not talking about abusing a child. But a, but some swats on the behind is not going to damage them. And then you hear a lot of people say, well, when I was a kid, I didn't like getting uh, beatings and spankings and, and uh, we call them beatings. But I, I didn't like getting these types of things. And, and so I'm not going to do that to my kid. Well, so wait a minute. When you were a child, you didn't like getting spankings. So now you're sensitive to that. And so when you grew up, you decide you want to spare your child that because you're sensitive to what a spanking did. Well, what that says is the spanking worked. It didn't actually, you grew up and you still remain sensitive. You didn't grow up and become an abuser. You grew up and you remain sensitive to the fact the spanking's hurt. And so what you're doing is you recognize, you should recognize that that is the thing that kept you straight when you were at a position in life when you really didn't have understanding. You didn't have any knowledge. You couldn't, you, you're, you're, you're completely unaware of the world around you. Sometimes the only things that you keep, that kept that keeps kids from getting, uh, kidnapped and run away from home and all that kind of stuff is fear of getting a spanking keeps you out of trouble. And, and, and so, and so a lot of parents by removing that one little thing from your arsenal, now you create a child who has no check. There's no check in a child's mind on what's right and wrong. Cause they don't know yet. They're just, they're, they're open to doing almost anything. Okay. And so, you know, you take paddling out of the schools and you take paddling out of the house. And so uh, you take paddling out of the house, we replace that with time out. In school, they replace that with suspensions. If you notice, there's a rise, a stark rise in suspensions of kids. And, and when you look at the statistics, it says that, that black children are three times as likely to be suspended for the same action as a white child, okay? And it's not just our kids, but, but mainly our kids and and expulsions as well they're three times as likely and then they've come up with these things called the zero tolerance rule and things i'm going to get to that in just a second uh but there's so much to go through 
I'm just going to try and, and 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 run through this real quick. But I put some links in the in the description for you to begin to verify what I'm saying. Okay. Um, and so they come up with these. Uh, okay. So wait a minute. So the spanking, the suspension. So also we have a big problem with fatherless fatherlessness in our community, and it's not just the dads. A lot of men care about their kids. They just can't get along with these women. Some of these women, you know, just are hard to live with. And and, and it's a problem. You know, uh, the, the statistics say that most of the divorces are filed for by women. So there's a lot of issues there with, with fathers not being in homes. But then there's also a lot of deadbeat dads. There's a lot of dads who just make kids and they don't understand that you got to be there for that kid. A kid needs to know that you're there. They need to see dad when when another kid is talking about going to get their big brother. Yeah, well, I got my dad. You know, I mean, you, they need that. They need this. The the dad moms are moms are are are, are inept. I, I hate to say it, ladies, but but at discipline, you're just not. That's not your thing. You can't be the law, and that's what a dad does. A dad, moms provide that unconditional love. That's why most of these uh, these cats on death row. You know, they still have a great, good relationship with their mother, but a lot of them have father issues. Why? Because the dad would have helped them learn early, man. You're hard headed. Let me get you straight. You know, a dad would have set the law in place and kept that person from going and, and violating people and breaking into someone's houses and killing people and raping somebody's daughter. You know, a dad would have, would have, would have laid the law down early. But if you remove that man from that house and if that man is not, if you're not there in that house, Who's teaching your kids? What are they teaching? Them? How are they learning? Who's who's you know? And so when you remove fatherless, when you increase fatherlessness and you remove fathers from the home, then there has to be a form of discipline. There, there's got to be a check. And so when you send kids out into society, who's that check? It's the police. What they've done, so they removed the paddling from the principals. But they've instead replaced them with a lot of police resource, school resource officers. And so you've got police in the schools and the and the brutality that you see with a lot of these police officers. Now, I'm not going to say they're all like that because I had a really good uh, guy who was uh, in my high school. Uh, one of my wrestling coaches was a police officer. Great guy. OK, uh, I'm not saying that they're all like that, but you got a lot of these same guys with a lot of these same trigger happy issues who you see out on the street, they're in schools. And they and you can see them doing things arresting infants, black kids who are who are who are who are who are toddlers and whatnot. You see them arresting them, six-year-olds and eight-year-olds for, for things that are just disruption in the class and stuff like that. And 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 they're putting them into into the 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 starting them and doc they're starting to document them into the prison system early okay and so and so and and then you have these zero tolerance disproportions uh of of, of how how the, the laws and whatnot the rules are administrated against black children uh, violating the equal protection thing and then we got these skyrocketing prison rates now something that you have to understand I was told this by someone and I, and I verified it. I, I didn't put the link in the description yet, but they they use the testing, the testing of the children in the third and fifth grade. They use that to predict how many jail cells they are going to need in the future. Why, if you know that the kids who fail in the third and fifth grade are going to be more likely who, who fail the, the, the standardized testing are going to be more likely to become 
disciplinary type prison type problems. If you know that, why wouldn't you use that testing as a measure or as a tool to figure out who needs additional help to keep them from ending up in prisons? But I have to tell you that there's a lot of private prisons in this country. Private prisons. If you think about a prison, a private, you know, if, you know, and again, this is an old statistic. I mentioned this one once before in another broadcast, but if it's, if they'll pay like $50,000 a year for one inmate to be in prison, that's a lot of money. When you look at the millions of people in prison, when you add that up, that's a lot of money. That's more than it would take for someone to get a four-year degree. You go almost anywhere in the country, you can go and get a four-year degree for less than that. Two years in a JUCO, two years in a in a four-year school, and you're done for less than 50 grand. But here, that's $50,000 a year. And then while they're in there, they use them to make stuff. That's something else I talked about in a, in a prior message. And so... And so here you got people who, when they're in prison, they're enslaved. And so you, you know, the, and and if you think about a private prison, why would someone build a private prison? Well, it's for profit. There's a profit motive. And if you can build a prison, that's just like someone building a hotel. If you if you had a hotel, you want full occupancy. And so in prisons, it's not you don't want to build a private prison as a profit center and and not have it fully occupied you want to make sure there's things supporting the fact that that prison is going to continue to make you money there shouldn't be any private prisons in this country that should not be privatized and then most of the time those are located in rural white neighborhoods or rural white areas and cities in the country where the population is mostly black that's that's and 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 the people who work in and live in those rural neighborhoods who want to make sure those prisons stay there because they need jobs for the people that live in that in that little rural rural uh, white area they want to make sure that that prison stays there because that's a form of livelihood. So here you have people who are enslaved in prison because of criminal actions that probably could have been uh, mitigated and is supporting a a, a base of people that are a different demographic. It's no different than another form of slavery. And so I'm trying to give you some things here and there's so much that I need to get to. There's an old statistic back in uh, in the 90s and, and I, and I ha didn't have the chance to research it before making this message, but back in the 90s at the height of the, the criminalization of, of the crack, the war on crack and all that stuff, you recognize, you have to recognize that in the United States, it's, a, it's against the law it's illegal to buy drugs as well as to sell drugs. Illegal drugs, that is. It's illegal to buy them and it's illegal to sell them. Opioids are, you know, when it's sold illegally, it's an illegal drug. And instead of them coming, you know, now we have an opioid epidemic. But back then it was a war on crack. Okay. Because it, it and it was pumped into our neighborhoods and in fact, mostly us. Okay. And so... And so back then there was a statistic and I remember sister soldier uh, was quoted by, was, was called out by Bill Clinton, I think on a campaign or something like that. And then, and then she fired back at him, but, but this is well documented, but at that time set more than 70% of the people arrested for drug related crimes were white, but, but 98% of the people doing time for drug related crimes is black so how does less than 70 percent of less than 30 percent of the people do 98 percent of the time 
that is not equal protection under the law. Okay. And so you have these things when you know that these kids can grow up and drop out of school because they've been suspended so many times that, that, that they get let, uh, left back and they don't want to be in, in, in school with kids that are younger than them and get ridiculed for that because of disciplinary issues and things like that. Next thing you know, you have this population of children who, as they become older and older, they get they get more more marginalized until the only place that it's cool to be is hang out with is another is a bunch of other people like that. Now, so which brings me to the main point. Okay, so we know that there's a school to prison pipeline. It's easily researched. You know this and whatnot. But what do you do? How do you make it so that your kids don't end up in that situation? Now, this is where it takes something called common sense. As black parents of black children of your child, we got to go back to the scripture. So now I put some scriptures in here. It talks about in the last days and in, in, in Second Timothy, uh, it talks about in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves and all these other things. And one of the main ones it says is disrespectful to parents. Let me tell you this. When you hear a lot of these kids talk, they say, well, even my mama won't tell me that, or even my daddy won't say that to me. Guess what? You are setting that child up. If you, if this child doesn't leave your house with the understanding that they're going to catch hell from you, if they get into any trouble, what you're doing is you're setting that child up to go into a place where people don't care that that's your child. A lot of these parents are 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 not disciplining these kids at home you gotta you gotta you gotta whoop these kids man they need spankings they need spankings and they need the fear of god in them so that when they leave that house they understand i don't care what no other kid says i don't care what anybody else says you don't disrespect the teacher you don't disrespect any of the people in authority and all this other stuff now does that mean they're not going to be singled out does that mean that they're not going to be because you know, we see a lot of these karens and all these people out here calling cops on on our kids for for doing nothing you know i saw one uh last week a, a young teenager he was driving through a neighborhood after he dropped his friend off and 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 uh and it was here in sanford florida and the the people in the neighborhood started throwing rocks at his car and bust his window out he was just driving home he was a teenager he didn't do nothing uh you you see these kids who are who are uh uh being uh the, the these uh white women a lot of times calling cops on on these kids like this woman uh called a kid on uh, called tried to call the police on a girl who was selling water on a little girl who was like eight years old selling water and this lady you know went out of her way to do i mean so so you have to understand you've got stuff happening to kids our kids who are doing nothing wrong let alone why would we send our kids into these places without preparing them first you go straight there you come straight back you 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 do this you do that you have to we have to be shrewd and understanding that that it's your job to help them get over the traps and the things that that are designed to actually trip them up and unfortunately in this society there's just way too many things it's just way too easy for a black child to end up in 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 prison and unfortunately part of it is the school system and so when you're sending your kids to school it's not just school it's not that you're just going to school it's 
is they're going into potentially dangerous territory. And why am I saying this? The reason I'm saying this is not, you know, for any other reason than to give you some information to think about and how to uh, um, uh, parent to make sure that your kids, it doesn't matter anybody else's kids, your kids, your kids have to end up successfully on the other end and they have to end up wise enough to move into the system in a way that 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 they can be strong we it, it, the preparation for the next generation happens at home okay i mean and 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 so and so but but if but you have to also understand that there's it's not just so simple just to send your kids to school you got to prepare them for that. You got to let them know what kind of things they might face. You got to let them know we need to teach our kids about racism at home because I can guarantee you the racists are doing that. They're, they're, they're teaching racist jokes and all kinds of things they're putting in these kids' heads. They're growing them up that way. And a lot of times, unfortunately for people, the, the, the way someone is introduced will determine how they look at you. You know, someone introduces you and they say a bunch of bad stuff about you before, you know, you come up there. The person who doesn't know you a lot of times is not mature enough to meet you on, on their own. It's they, they come into it. Excuse me. They come into it with that with that preset mindset or whoever gave it to them. And, and that's just another thing. We we can't be so stupid to allow someone else to program you you need to go to the word of god and that's why i'm giving you scripture so i've given you a lot of scripture underneath this message uh, along with links to you know the nea and, and other people talking about the school to prison pipeline and there's a, a wealth of information and that now they call it the school to prison nexus you know uh so it's not even called a pipeline anymore all right so listen that's a, that's it for just true for this morning um, talking about uh, our schools preparing our kids for, for, for prison or our schools preparing black kids for prison. So next up, I'm going into uh, manifesting the mind of Christ, uh, which is starting right now as soon as I come out of this broadcast. Listen, uh, thank you again for checking these out and I'll see you in the next broadcast right now. Thank you again for tuning in to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne. We hope that these messages are ministering to you and empowering you to make a difference in your life. Please don't forget to subscribe to our RSS feed so that you never miss a new episode and don't forget to tell your family and friends. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.